Hello, everyone. It's Jill Geisler again. Let's talk today about what great bosses know about managing stars. Now, I hope you have a good number of stars in your organization or on your team, and let's define them. They are your highest performers. They're your experts, the ones who have the greatest client or customer base and bring in the most revenue to your organization. And they also pose special management challenges to you. Now, I divide stars into two types. There's the low-maintenance type of star and the high-maintenance type of star. I like the low-maintenance better. Let me describe them. They're collegial, productive, they're interested in the organization as well as themselves, and they're committed to core values, including integrity and quality. But make no mistake, they're not sheep. They may be tough when it comes to negotiating their salary or support. They may want more from you in terms of creative schedules or over some other perks because they bring extra value to the organization. And they may push back at you a little bit because their colleagues may say, you go talk to management to speak up for all of us when there's a problem in the system or there's a question about a management decision. And you know what? When they do this effectively, their colleagues appreciate it. And frankly, you do too, because they're the loyal opposition speaking truth to power. Now, that contrasts with high-maintenance stars. They're the ones who may be egocentric or even narcissistic, and they may think that they're exempt from the standards that apply to others, from civility to internal processes. They don't want to be managed. They may make end runs around their immediate supervisors and demand to deal with the top-level bosses instead. And some of the people who work with them live in fear of outbursts and insults. That's a migraine to management and one you don't need. And unfortunately, in some cases, management is to blame because they feel that in exchange for high performance, they should just accept that kind of behavior. Co-workers take the brunt of their behavior at least as long as they can stand it. And worst of all, sometimes those co-workers feel that it's useless or even risky to complain about that bad behavior. I've seen it happen in, in the field of journalism where scandals took place because people wanted to complain about someone who was making up stories or plagiarizing, but they thought their bosses didn't want to hear it. So how do great bosses manage stars? Well, with a few understandings. Number one, high performers and high producers deserve managers who reward their success in every possible way. Managers of stars should be always upfront about what the limits of the rewards will be and what is non-negotiable. And here are a couple of non-negotiables. Treating other colleagues as servants or punching bags, non-negotiable. Ignoring standards and ethics of the organization, non-negotiable. Star performers, though, often experience insecurity because they feel their success is tenuous, and they may overreact to small mistakes, their own or those of others, because it threatens them. So they need managers who help them reframe the situations, calm their fears, and find solutions. Managers should stay close to stars rather than keeping their distance, because when stars have access to managers, they can have a sounding board for their ideas and aspirations and concerns. And remember, managers, no matter how celebrated or accomplished your high performer is, that person still appreciates honest, positive, and negative feedback from a trusted manager. 
Remember, of course, that co-workers of STARS matter, too. If the STARS' perks and privileges begin to seem excessive and unfair to their good, if not yet great colleagues, that can be demoralizing and demotivating. You may lose tomorrow's STARS. And always remember that there's always room for one more star in any organization. You should find them and groom them and grow them. But let me tell you a few more things I know about STARS based on the work that I do in leadership seminars for TV news anchors. Now, you may think that they are all extroverts and they're all filled with confidence and they all know exactly what they're doing. Well, you know what? They often have self-doubt. Some of them are introverts. You wouldn't know it when you see them on TV, but they ramp up their energy to anchor and then power down when they're off the air. Based on the feedback they've received from their colleagues, I can tell you that they're often surprised to find out that they're highly regarded. They're not so egomaniacal that they think everybody loves them. They're surprised when people praise them for their competence or their confidence. Also, Their feedback really matters to others. If you are a star performer or you want to coach a star performer, let that person know how much their feedback to others really matters and how much people appreciate it when a star performer serves as a coach to someone else. After all, the most important thing leaders do is help other people succeed. Well, that's it for today, and I just want to tell you that if you'd like to reach me with a question or a concern about leadership, you can reach me at jill at jillgeisler.com, or try my book, Work Happy, What Great Bosses Know. With the Pointer Institute, I'm Jill Geisler.